look, I've done shows on EMF. This one's different. Very, very different solution, I believe, is the solution to this EMF problem. Oh, and 5G. I have been researching 5G for many, many months now. And for the first time in this episode, I reveal my findings. It's not what you think, I promise you. Um, but this was a great show. And wait till you hear uh, what I found out about 5G. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome Arthur Menard, who is the CEO of LAMS EMF Blocking Apparel. Arthur is here today to talk about 5G, the harms of radiation, and how to mitigate it. This is such an incredibly important and often misunderstood topic, so I'm excited to have this conversation. So let's get started and welcome Arthur Menard and, of course, Dr. Pampa. Welcome, both of you. Yeah. Hi. Welcome, Arthur. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Gosh, I, I can't wait to have this conversation. Some time ago, um, I tested your product, which we're going to talk about. And again, I, I don't do shows to sell product. The, the, the show goes far beyond your product and knowledge. And I believe everybody needs to share and watch the show because you and I agree that the problem or the, the solution, I'm sorry, of EMF is different than most people think. And I, I think you're right on target. So um, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. I'm super excited. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think we need to back up a little bit. Uh, you know, we've done shows on EMF, but we get a lot of new viewers, you know, not to spend a lot of time here because I think most of my viewers understand uh, the dangers of electromagnetic frequencies and um, the problems with it. But let, let's start there anyway. You know, skim over some of the science, you know, and you and I have dug into it deeply. But uh, give us a little bit of knowledge there. Yeah, so I'll probably start with, uh, for people who might not know what EMFs are, because electromagnetic frequency might not be super straightforward, um, it's probably better known by most people as wireless radiation, uh, which are your cell phone radiation, your Wi-Fi radiation, and your Bluetooth radiation. And what some people might not know is that today, all of your devices that are connected somehow, so all of your smart devices, um, are using wireless radiation in order to communicate with the outside. So EMFs at are what connect your cell phone to cell towers in order to make phone calls or to get the internet. That's what allows your computer to um, discuss with your Wi-Fi router, and that's what allows all of your smart devices, whether it is a fitness tracker, an Alexa, uh, smart bulbs, or even your car, to communicate with your cell phone or your Wi-Fi at home. So EMFs are part of our lives, um, <laughs> very much so nowadays, and they've been uh, a, a, an exponentially growing part of our lives. Yeah. Um, and so why should we be, why should we care about what EMFs uh, do to us? So there's been a lot of studies going on on the impact of EMFs on our health in the past few years. And to date, um, there is about 1,600 peer-reviewed studies 
that show that uh, exposure to EMF radiation have has an adverse effect on human health. And we, so a lot of studies have been done on cancer, on fertility, on cardiovascular diseases, but um, the root cause of the issues associated with EMF can be summarized uh, very simply by the fact that EMF radiation are taken by cells as an aggression because mm. they're polarized waves um, reaching the membranes of the cells, which are polarized as well. Uh, this aggression triggers a cascade of reactions in our body, uh, but essentially triggers our immune system to react. And what's been documented is that exposure to EMF radiation increases um, immune stress and altogether oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is the root cause for a lot of um, today's diseases, such as cancer, cardiovascular disease, um, fertility issues, and so on and so forth. And so... I think it might be worth uh, explaining the difference of ionizing radiation, meaning yes. X-ray, you know, and how this is so powerful. It knocks electrons off of, you know, uh, you know, literally out of their orbit, and that leads to cancer versus this non-ionizing radiation. So kind of give them an idea of that scale, because that's going to be important, I think, in our conversation. Absolutely. So, and, and I... Thanks for pointing this out because it's been the source, like this misunderstanding between the difference of the two has been the source of a lot of miscommunication and misunderstanding from people as to what um, wireless radiation and EMFs uh, are. So uh, if you look at EMFs, it covers a very broad spectrum going from, um, from electromagnetic frequency used for communication to all the way to uh, X-rays and, and Y-rays. Mm -hmm. And X-rays are classified as ionizing radiation, which, as you said, are very, very powerful radiation, which knock off electrons. That's called the ionizing process. An ion is essentially, um, it's essentially a molecule to which we, I mean, a molecule? A, 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 which we kick out one... Um, electron from mm -hmm. and this process this process of ionization can be harmful directly damaging dna which um obviously is one of the causes for cancer and so right. that's been very much documented that's what happens in uh if you get exposed to nuclear radiation that's what happens when you get a chest x-ray um that's that's essentially a very very powerful radiation uh that is directly harming your dna yeah now yeah. um in between ionizing radiation and non-ionizing radiation, there is a type of, uh, of EMF that everyone knows because it's the visible, it's colors, it's what we see, it's light. Um, then you have ultra, um, uh, ultra red uh, radiation, which can be beneficial for yeah. your health. Uh, and finally, you get into EMS, which are used for telecommunication, so radio frequencies. And um, radio frequencies are called non-ionizing radiation because they're not powerful enough to knock off an, elect an, an electron. And so they are not harming you the same way as nuclear radiation would. 
Um, so your, uh, another source of non-ionizing radiation, for instance, is your microwave. That's how uh, right. it's being used to heat up your food. Um, and, uh, and so a lot of the misconception around the issue with EMFs and non-ionizing radiation is that, uh, and this stems, I, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but uh, it's been 20 years that we hear from the media um, and, and the wireless industry that it's non-ionizing and therefore it's fine. Right. Um, and it's not because it's non-ionizing that the mechanism, uh, that there is no harm done. It's just that the mechanism uh, of harm is not the same, but, um, but the documented impact on cancer uh, is here nevertheless. And I think this is something very important to understand, which is um, you don't, uh, you know, like uh, there is a, a, there are a lot of things that, that the mechanism of harm of being, I don't know, of drinking um, oil is not the same as if you're being strangled, but it doesn't mean that it's harmless on your body. It's a terrible example. I'm really bad with uh, metaphors, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's a key message here, which is that uh, it's, it's two things that are very, very different um, and they should be looked at in a very different way. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, just because it's not, um, is immediately as dangerous as something like ionizing radiation. Obviously, it's still oxidative, and I think you made that point yes. um, that it, it's still very, very damaging. I, I literally was wanting to pull up a, a picture of that. Um, let me see here. I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but let me just see if I can screen share. But, you know, just to give people an idea of it so we could reference back to it. Uh, let's see. How's this? How's this? Oh, um, Ashley. Um, yeah, I, ha I would have to, Ashley would have to do it or, or enable me to do it. But anyway, the bottom line is, is that we have ionizing radiation over here, very high frequency. You have, yes. like you said, some microwave. And then there's visible light, which is actually higher frequency than even the uh, non-ionizing radiation of Absolutely. 4G, so to speak. So just kind of understand that scale um, as, as we have the conversation. If I can share my screen, I can try it. But um, anyway, oh, here we go. So let's look. She enabled me to do it. Let's see if it works. Can you see that? Yes. Um, yeah, okay. So if you look, I don't know if you can see the right of my screen, but here we have some gamma ray uh, radiation here in x-rays. So we know these are very ionizing, very cancer causing. But look, I mean, to the left of that, as we move left, you have ultraviolet, which we know that, you know, it, that can be damaging too, right? That's a, a um, you know, very cancer causing to the skin if you get too much of it. But well, a little bit of it, your body deals with it. Here's visible light. And of course, we know that if you're in the sun too long, that can be damaging. Then here's infrared, which again, can be very helpful, healthy, just like the visible light. And then here's some microwaves, which um, we know that, and we're going to talk about 5G, actually come into this area. And then as we move down, here's radio frequencies and, you know, 3 and 5G. So just so you can imagine that scale, and I'll, I'll keep that, uh, Arthur, that we could reference back to it if we need to. So, Awesome. 
just kind of helps us. Uh, That's definitely helpful for picturing it compared to my hands moving around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's only one problem with that. Okay. Stop sharing is I was Dr. Papa couldn't stop sharing. Okay. That was the only problem that I saw. I'm like trying to stop sharing. I'm not too technical. Ashley's like, now's laughing that I even tried to do that. But anyways, so, um, you know, this conversation I, I think is really important uh, in that we know there, like you said, 1600 studies showing it's damaging. And, you know, I can say this, you know, one thing about it is power matters like this right here. You'd never see me do. I talk on my um, speakerphone because distance is your friend. And there's certain tissues in the body that, and you might want to explain this, that are a little bit more vulnerable than other tissues, right? So when I, I have scolded my children for putting their cell phones in the pocket, for example, um, which, Arthur, I think this is part of your point, though. I still see their phones in their pockets, despite and my efforts. And my kids believe that EMF is bad, okay? So let's, st I'm going to launch that to you, because that also... <laughs> brings about your solution. So it's, it's very interesting that you bring up that point uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, and I just want to go back to this, distance is indeed important. The, the amount of radiation that you're getting is invertly proportional to the square of the distance, meaning um, being twice as far from the source of EMF uh, makes it m way more than twice better uh, in terms of, of how little your exposure is. And now to get back to your example with your kids, it's very interesting because I heard like a lot of listeners, I'm guessing from my parents when I was a kid, several times, do not put your cell phone in your pocket. In fact, my very first cell phone that I got was under the agreement with my parents that I would keep it in my backpack and not keep it in my pocket. Guess what? It was in my pocket most of the time. And my parents are very intelligent people. Um, they were very much aware of the issue. They had done their research. They um, shared this issue with me. But being living in today's society, living in today's world, I think an average person checks his phone 350 times per day. Uh, I mean, that means my wife's checking probably 800 times. <laughs> and my kids are probably 800 as well. Most likely with, uh, with, with kids nowadays, I am very much impressed by how connected they are. But they, what it is, is we're not going to keep the cell phone in backpacks. We're not going to um, be away from the device and keeping it in the pocket is just the most convenient way. And what we tried to do with LAMS when we created the solution was we realized that we're not going to stop using technology right. and that we're not going, that the efforts that are necessary in order to reduce our exposure were just not compatible with our modern lifestyle. And so right. we set out to create a solution that would block the radiation from reaching the body so that we can keep on using all the technology available with the peace of mind and confidence in knowing that we're safe and that it does not impact our health and um and so we were right before the show chatting about how uh we're actually very much pro-technology with uh with lambs and we can get a little bit more into this but um hmm. that's been very important for us from the inception of the brand which is we're not out there to 
say, uh, stay away from technology, but rather take a few small and simple steps that can make sure uh, that compounded over the years, uh, you're going to be, your future self is going to be much, much healthier you know, and, and, and feel and much my, better. And the point too that I was making is, is that certain tissues are very sensitive, right? And when we look at studies and, you know, putting that in the pocket, you know, hey, I'm very worried about, you know, those tissues, you know, in the area um, of their privates. And w another thing that hurts me when I see women, they put it here, right? And right next to those sensitive breast tissues, right? So your product, and I'm going to have to show your product. So because this is a, <laughs> no, no, hold on, folks, don't panic. We're, we're, we're going to, it's not going to be what you think here. Okay, see, it says lambs right there, okay? Uh -huh. So I'm a big fan, I really am, um, because Arthur's point and mine is we're not going to stop this technology. It's only going to get more. So are we going to just uh, protest it, or are we going to actually just, you know, obviously figure out ways to mitigate the exposure? And your kids putting phones in their pocket in places, well, lambs, y'all thought of this, and you know, because if you put your cell phone in your pocket with these underwear on, very, very different outcome. And I'll let you talk about your testing in a minute. Now, then I'll talk about my own testing that I did with your product because I have tested many shielding products. And I can just say that, uh, let's just say that I have to test them before I buy them or I'm committed or I bring someone on the show because most, most don't work. Uh, your product impressed me greatly. But so you're developing products around these vulnerable spots, even a beanie y'all sent me that I love, by the way. And yeah, there it is. I, I love it. I love the hat. <laughs> um, but the, the point is, is that this, I think, is the answer uh, to this problem. And by the way, I'm a guy who flies. The amount of radiation flying is very, very good. And it affects the genitals uh, very much. And I always, always have my lamb's underwear on. <laughs> People are like, well, of course you have underwear on. It's lamb's underwear <laughs> when I fly because the, the amount of exposure uh, that you get. So anyways, so uh, talk a little bit about some of the studies because I would be like, okay, great. It's, it's underwear. And by the way, they're soft. They're amazing. I, I, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm doing commercial, but I'm telling you, even if they weren't, even if they didn't work, I swear to you, I think I'd buy them because I love the material that they're made of. But anyways, talk about the studies. That's what matters. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying this, actually, uh, because that's been key for us developing the product in the first place, meaning we, so we've had a lot of people being like, when are you coming up with the next products? And we're constantly rolling out new products, but we take great care to develop uh, products that are amazing in the first place and not just because of the protective aspect. Um, so our products are also antibacterial, they're heat diffusing um, and they fit and feel great or at least we, we try as much as possible. And so we keep on trying to improve upon that. We have in our advisory board the former president of Lululemon who's great with helping us uh, create amazing products and that's been key um, in order to, to, to create something that people actually want to wear and not just a, a piece of armor that would be yeah, super no, it's great products, yeah. Um, and so on the testing part, so I'll, I'll back up a little bit and, and, and go back to how we created the technology in the first place and how it works. And um, so essentially when we set out to create a, a solution to this problem of like, okay, we're, we're going to keep our cell phones in our pocket. That's just, that's just a, a fact. So what can we do? And we figured out that 
we, we can't block the radiation from the device straight away because that's how the device communicates. So if we were to shield the device, right. then we better just put it on airplane mode and then we're good to go. But that doesn't really help with getting phone calls. Or... By the way, to your point, is that when I test the shields on this, if it works, then it doesn't work, meaning you're, it doesn't connect to the tower. So it's the, that's the problem with shielding the phone exactly. as opposed to shielding you. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so the initial solution was to shield ourselves. And so we started looking at uh, what exists out there. And one thing that we figured out is that NASA spacesuits uh, have an integrated built-in uh, radiation-proof technology because an astronaut in space is exposed to a ton of radiation during a six-month journey that's roughly 1,200 x-rays, I think, uh, top of mind. Don't quote me on that. But um, essentially, they integrated in the spacesuits a technology that would block radiation. And so we looked at this, and we tried to find a way to integrate this in fabric, making it super soft and super comfortable to wear. So the principle that we're using is called electromagnetic shielding, and that's a principle that you see in your microwave as well. And the way it works is that wireless radiation cannot penetrate a grid of conductive material if the size of the holes of the grid is smaller than the wavelength of the radiation. It's Michael Faraday who discovered this in the 1800s. And this principle is essentially what we use. And so we use very soft silver fibers weaved in a very particular way all around the product um, to create this enclosure, which is shielding your body. And we're testing, um, we've been testing this technology in military-grade labs here in the States and in Europe as well, um, in two labs called MET Labs and Emitech Labs. And the amount of radiation uh, that we're able to block is essentially 99, I mean, the reduction of radiation is 99.99 on, all the frequencies used by consumer devices today. So right. all of your cell phone, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth devices um, are reduced by this amount. And, um, and for us, that was the optimal solution, which is we get to keep on using all this technology. We're wearing underwear, t-shirts, beanies, and all the other mm-hmm. um, products in the first place in our everyday life. And so why not make them better? Yeah. And uh, not only are they protective, as I said, but we also tried to integrate as much technology as we could in them. Um, the antimicrobial and antibacterial properties are um, awesome because it doesn't stink. Uh, bacteria is the yeah. reason why you have smell. Um, and so, yeah, we've just tried to make them to, to make them amazing and uh, and and good for you as well in the in the well. I want the shirts. I want every bit of it. You know, I want a pair of jeans. I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm, I am into your product um, for the safety and I, 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 the quality is just above board, man. I love it. So um, I did my own test. Uh, when y'all sent me some of your product, I said, look, I, I'll do a Facebook live. If you're, if you're not worried um, about, it may be a bad test, right? Because I test a lot of these products and, and I, I don't, I don't like, I'm just, my personality is I don't like, you know, really putting someone's product down. People work very hard and, you know, so I don't want to, to do that, but you all said, no, do it. And I was a little nervous for you. And I literally did it a very hard <laughs> test. I surrounded, I just took a pair of underwear and put it on my, um, on my phone. And then I took my EMF reader and 
it diminished it to my children's surprise because they were like, no way. And that test is far, I mean, you're talking about a very strong signal. I literally was a foot away to the phone um, and it was a minimum of 50%, but flip it around, the amount of radiation you're getting this way, I could easily see how it blocks 99.9% because it was far stronger uh, the way I did it, but it worked. And you know, at that point, I was like, okay, impressive, you know, very impressive product. And then I, I became really fell in love with it when I actually started, you know, using it just from the uh, the quality of the product. So bravo! I remember the video, and it's been a while that you've been wearing lamps since then. I'm glad yeah. that we're having this conversation now because you've had the chance to experiment with it for for a long time now. When yeah. was that? Like six months ago that we did. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, that... Matter of fact, I, I'm going to do another one. Um, you know, I'm going to do another video. I, I feel like it's uh, you know worth doing. I, I think because we line up on the solution, you and I realize that, look, you know, we're, we're not going to slow down this technology, you know, and, you know, I mean, I'm wired in here on my computer. My mouse is wired in, all, you know, like old fashioned, right? Why is it wired in? Because that's a, otherwise it's a radio frequency and I, I, you know, mitigate that the best I can. But with that, you know, my phone's still sitting here. Sometimes I put it on airplane mode. I, sometimes I can't. Right. And, you know, rarely do I store it on my body, but sometimes I might have to. Right. So, you know, and again, then we're talking about just radiation in the environment. Right. You know, especially in a city, you're talking about higher levels of radiation. I want I want to protect me. All right. So let, let's let's talk about this next big issue. 5G. OK, so I actually before in full disclosure, brought Arthur on. I said, Arthur, I don't ever want to disrespect one of my guests. Um, you know, but I have done a lot of research into 5G. I've talked to, you know, scientists, engineers, I've read, I've searched for studies on 5G. And I said, Arthur, I, I don't want to embarrass you. That's not why I brought you on because I believe in your product. But I really believe that 5G is no more dangerous, and in some respects, maybe even a little safer than 3G, 4G. And, and Arthur, did I miss a study showing that 5G is more dangerous? And to my surprise, you were like, well, look, actually, um, we both feel the same. EMF is bad. Uh, and we both had the same uh, thoughts about 5G. We're not stopping it. We're actually grateful for it in some respects because it will advance technology um, but we also agreed that if you put a lot of towers in an area, it could increase radiation. And again, what's the answer to that? Because we're not stopping 5G by burning towers down. The answer to that is protecting ourselves. So again, the lamb's answer is a better answer. But, you know, Arthur, the, the conversation I said that, look, one of the things I learned about 5G from the engineers and the scientists, it, it only penetrates you know, very the top layer of skin. It doesn't even penetrate down to the lower level of skin, which would really mean it's more safe than 3G, 4G, which can penetrate at least inches, right? So um, when I dug for the science, now with this, I also made the claim, how does it work with 3G, 4G, and these other wavelengths? We need to study it because there's no studies on it, but looking at the frequency People, Arthur, are making the claim that it's more dangerous 
because it's higher frequency. And if I go back, if I reshare my screen, um, here we go again, okay, screen share. Uh, where is screen share, Arthur? I can't find it now. Right in the middle, green <laughs> right. button. Oh yeah, share <laughs> screen, thank you. All right, here we go. So let's, uh, we'll share this screen again. I just wanna show them where this is. Can you see it yet? Not yet. How about now? Still not. Oh, there you go. Now you see it. Okay, great. All right, so this, here's the gamma x-ray I'm just reviewing, right? Here's visible light. Here's infrared, which we know is healthy, and so is visible light, but too much visible light's not good. Arguably too much infrared. Even the red light like juve lights, too much of that could be oxidative. And then here's microwaves. So this is where 5G, it is higher frequency than you would find with 3G, 4G for sure. And therefore it gets the bad rap of higher frequency more dangerous. But keep in mind, it's still not as high as frequency as visible light. So if I put a flashlight up to this shirt that I'm wearing, and we'll, we'll go back, I just wanted to remind you, let's stop sharing the screen. Um, if I put a flashlight back here, you're not going to see it through my shirt necessarily, but if I put it right up to it, then you will see it. So that's a good example that 5G right here could penetrate deeper, but right here won't, but arguably less than 3G. Now, Arthur, you know, we both agree though that by putting up towers, and by the way, the signal is so weak that it literally doesn't pe penetrate rain, okay? It doesn't penetrate buildings or windows. That's why they need more towers. And that's why they have to signal it into a receiver on a building that connects into, you know, 4G that, that, that does bring it into the building. But um, talk about that because we lined up on that as far as, you know, that. So talk about your views. Yeah, and we, right before the show, we were chatting about how I'm usually a disappointment when, uh, for people who are very much anti-5G because I get on their shows and I'm saying, hey, I'm actually in favor of 5G. And then they jump to the roof being like, but you're like, but EMFs are dangerous. And I'm like, ah, but here's the reality of things. Um, when we got cars, and we got cars to go faster than 10 miles per hour. Uh, then they started becoming dangerous because a car crash is obviously damaging to your health in a lot of cases, but we make cars faster. And are we mad about the fact that now we have cars that are able to go 100, 120 right. miles per hour? Um, I mean, that's definitely exceeding <laughs> the limitation right now, except if you go to Germany. But anyways, um, no, we're not, because it enabled us to just have much higher means of transportation, and, and that enabled an entire new way of living as a modern society when we got this access to this transportation. So what did we do to mitigate the risk? Instead of being like, we're going to ban cars who go faster than 10 miles per hour, we built airbags and we built seat belts. And we put in place regulation around how fast you can go and how to drive. And I think this is key here, which is with every new technology, like 5G, comes 
the good or the very good in the case of 5G to go back to the transportation, um, it's going to power a lot of great things such as self-driving cars is one of them. They absolutely need a, a stronger signal in order to be able to work everywhere and, and, and work as a network of cars. And we're going to see probably amazing things from self-driving cars in the next few years. And that's going to be powered by 5G. And that, that's just one example out of many other examples of what it's going to enable us to do from a technological point of view. So it's a very good thing, and it's going to come with bad, but that doesn't mean that we can't just mitigate the bad. Sure. And um, the moment we're able to mitigate the bad, that means that, yeah, we can drive the car with a seatbelt on an airbag, and we're much safer than if we were just um, driving around with with nothing or and and we're better off than if we didn't have cars. Um, that's a lot of transportation uh, <laughs> but, uh, references. But another thing that I think is important to understand for people who are like, yeah, but we, we don't know the impact on health of 5G. We need more studies before we authorize it. White style generally agree with the approach, and I hate myself being a guinea pig for uh, yeah. an international experiment such as this one, which is like, we have no idea what the impact of exposure long-term to EMFs, how bad it can be. And we, we only have pointers from studies done on mice, which are really not good from a result perspective on, on, on the impact on health. At the end of the day, if we look at the situation from a geopolitical point of view, uh, China is rolling out 5G. Um, other superpowers are going to be rolling out 5G and the US is never going to say, okay, we'll see this one out and we'll just, uh, you know, be technologically less advanced than other countries. It's just never going to happen. So 5G is going to happen. It's going to bring a lot of goods. And I think um, it's, we all have a way to mitigate our risks and that's probably the best way to go about it. Um, yeah. So yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, I did my own test um, that was pretty interesting because they were putting a tower up here and I spoke to the engineer and very, very knowledgeable. And um, he said, you know, look, you can measure it yourself. Uh, you know, it gives off a very beam like about the size of this. Uh, and, you know, you really can't detect anything until you get, would get very close to that beam. So, you know, testing that, he was actually right. So then they, you know, said, well, look, we could put one of the receivers on your home. You could always turn it off. You don't need to use it. Because um, I was interested in testing my Wi-Fi before and after a 5G signal into my home. So I did. And I did that. And to my surprise, and I have video of me, you know, here's my number with, you know, the amount of radiation that was, you know, just in my home without the signal. And then we installed it. And to my surprise, it wasn't the same. It was actually less. So I said, why would that be? Because my internet is so much faster. He said, well, that has nothing to do with it. It's connecting faster. And the worst thing is, is when you have signal searching, you know, and then connecting the moment it connects. And that's what dropped uh, the actual radiation in my home. I, I have the numbers to show it, which, you know, again, I, you know, that is, you know, that was my own experiment. Uh, I don't know what 
having more towers will do to all around radiation, maybe it will increase it. I think more studies need to be done. Um, and if it does, we're not going to stop it. The best thing to do is protect ourselves, which, you know, is your product. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just an interesting conversation, uh, you know, because so many people who watch the show are just buying into 5G is bad. I'm just not that guy. I'm curious by nature. And maybe, look, maybe I'm missing something. I'm open. But I have looked at the studies, and the studies are on 4G, and I really can't find one convincing study that 5G is worse. Oh, and then the active denial system. 5G is using military technology. I read those studies too. And it really is crowd control. And one of the reasons they don't use it really, it's because when people had thick clothes on, it didn't penetrate. But if they could hit it with a super high power of this, it would, they would feel heat on the skin. But in the studies, it didn't penetrate below the skin but it would create the sense of heat on the skin. That's why they use the, the active denial system, crowd control, et cetera. But as a military weapon, it failed because clothing was the problem. So, I mean, th that's the point. I use, you know, this light right here, visible light is a higher frequency. And again, if I put it here, you see it. But if I back it up, you don't. You see that? There you see it. Well, maybe I went through too much there. There you see there you it. Go there you don't and that's higher frequency than 5g 5g one of the problems with it is it doesn't even penetrate a leaf and that's why you have to have meter uh towers every 100 meters just to, and it's still it doesn't penetrate but more towers we create less interference with things and then we have to connect it into a building but i, I guess the point where arthur and i really agreed is we're not going to stop it and there's a lot of benefits to 5g so let's protect ourselves regardless as they do more studies. What we do know, Arthur, is 5G, 3G, 4G, whatever, and maybe there's a six. But the fact is, is this, <laughs> these, this radiation is going to go up. And there's nothing we can do except protect ourselves. That's why your product I'm in love with. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's interesting to look at kind of the history there as well, meaning... Um, the current safety standards that were designed, first of all, were designed before those studies came out and before we had any idea what the mechanism of harm of EMFs were. And the safety standards were set in the 90s, where back then you had a brick phone, probably the size of this mug. You'd use it two minutes per week, if that, and, you would and that would be the only source of EMF in your entire yeah. life. Whereas nowadays... Um, if I just take here, I turn on my Wi-Fi, I've got 37 signals around me. Um, and so the amount of exposure that, we're, that we have today is just unfathomable compared to what we were um, just about uh, 10 or 20 years ago. Um, so it's Professor Johnson who estimated that we were about a quintillion more exposed to wireless radiation today than we were 10 years ago. So quintillion is a one and 15 zeros behind. That's just, that's just insane. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and, and the, the approach that we both have, Dan and I, is essentially to say, well, we can either go live in mountains, and I don't think either of us want to do this, uh, or... An alternative, can... it's a choice you have, though. <laughs> it is. Um, you can try and wrap yourself... Uh, <laughs> 
in or, or never leave your home and wrap wrap your entire home in tin foil. Um, but the uh, better choice or more obvious choice is essentially to get protected and just carry on with life and get as much as life as possible, um, both from a health perspective and from a quality of, of, of living and technology perspective. You know, that's what we're about. You see, Arthur has these in, which is smart. Um, he would lose all credibility if he had the earbuds, <laughs> that, uh, wireless yep. earbuds, right? I did, I, did a, um, I did a Facebook Live on that with my, my kids were like, you know, they were wearing them. And I said, okay, we're going to test this. So I took my son's friend and he had him in and I measured. It was like 1,000 to 2,000 because it surges times higher than the amount of radiation. By the way, with the plugins, it was acceptable, you know, really didn't make much of a difference. But when we measured it with the wireless, 1,000 to 2,000 times higher than the 0.05 amount that we know causes DNA damage. And, you know, my kids haven't had those in since. Um, and that, that video went well over a million views um, because people were, were convinced. So we still need to mitigate our, our issues, right? You don't stick those in your head and wear lamb's underwear, right? So we still have to be smart. We still don't want to push this against our ear, right? Use speakerphone. You know, when I was, uh, I was interviewing the scientist about the 5G, just so you know, he is very anti-EMF. So one of the things that happened to him is he drives in the car a lot. And he was laying his cell phone on his leg. Okay, so he's laying his cell phone on his leg while he had his ear things in, right? Well, right where his cell phone was, he ended up developing a cancerous tumor. So just so you know, you know, he understood the dangers of radiation and, and agrees that, you know, this proximity is is the problem, right? And um, but yet, you know, he still held to the fact that. 5G doesn't penetrate as much. But the point is, is that, you know, I, I think that your clothing uh, is the answer. And, and, and Arthur, I have to tell you, you know, I, I, th I think we have a, a link for our viewers. I know we do uh, to get a discount on that. And you can share that or maybe Ashley will, we'll have a pop up here. But um, what type of clothing lines now have you developed? Because when this first came out, it, to my knowledge, it was just underwear and maybe something else. What do you have now? Yeah, so we started originally with underwear because cell phone in the pocket, right? That, that was the obvious choice for us. Um, we expanded then to beanies for people who keep the cell phone closer to their head and mitigate more of the risk, even if you're on speaker mode or anything else. And then uh, the T-shirt was the next step for a couple of reasons, and one of them being the thyroid as yeah. well that we're able to protect, which is one of the organs that um, interacts the most with your immune system, which going back to the beginning of the discussion is one of the reasons why your oxidative stress can, can go up um, when, when being exposed to wireless radiation. And we actually did a very interesting study on this. Sorry, I'm digressing a little bit, but oh, um, where we measured the um, heart rate viability over heart rate ratio of people exposed to wireless radiation 
without wearing lambs, um, showing that the body would get into fight and flight mode. So essentially um, into stress from an immune system perspective. And then putting on the lambs within 10 minutes, the body goes back to rest and digest mode. Mm. So no more stress. And then if we get the phone close again, um, the body stays in rest mode. Uh, so no increase in uh, in in uh, stress from from the, the the EMF when wearing the lambs t-shirt, and that was very very interesting to us. So the t-shirt was there to also protect the rest of the organs, uh, and we're working on a lot of new product lines which will come out in in the next few weeks and months. Uh, awesome. I don't want to spoil the surprises as to what they're going to be. So, uh, but if you sign up or follow us on social media, sign up to our newsletter, you'll, you'll be the first to know. And, um, and yeah, I mean, the LAMS is, is a, a very simple solution. There are other very easy steps that anyone can take that really don't change much or anything in your life. So um, you mentioned before corded headsets, that's a no-brainer uh, for the reasons that you mentioned. Uh, especially like on the earbuds where your ear, so cell phone radiation gets absorbed by your tissue as, as it goes. So meaning if I put my cell phone in my back pocket, my butt cheeks will absorb most of the radiation. But if you put, if you have the source of your radiation being directly in your ear, your ear can all go straight to your brain with virtually no tissue in between meaning you're it's it's just it's probably the worst idea yeah (laughs) um and and then again i'm not blaming people doing it if they decide that the convenience is worth the risk then uh, everyone can make its own choices in my specific case i find corded not to be such an issue however i am on wi-fi on my computer because i just find it more convenient i'm moving a lot uh, uh, around a lot and that's just a choice that i've made but um, another simple step that anyone can take is um, take out your phone, cell phone from your pocket when you're at home or at the office. I don't have my cell phone on me right now. Um, you can even put your router, uh, you can configure your router at home, your Wi-Fi, so that it turns off at night, uh, stay between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. if that's the time where you're sleeping or, or whatever your schedule might be. Because you don't need Wi-Fi when you're sleeping. And that's just right. an automated way that you can turn it off. Um, just those, what, four steps. Number yeah. one, uh, corded headset. Number two, take your cell phone out of your pocket when you can. Number three, take your wife, turn off your Wi-Fi at night. And number four, wear protective um, garments such as lambs. And you've mitigated your risk by, and, and you're probably good to go. Like, there is no, no need to go and burn in towers. There is no need to dump your yeah. laptop and get all uh get back to paper yeah, yeah, exactly and, and if you know hey you don't believe dr pompa with 5g you're still the answer still the same you know so uh, i couldn't agree more if you do those four things that's what i'm doing right that's exactly what i do um people ask me and uh, i believe we're going to uh, be protected by this new threat um, you know, if you will. So, and I'll tell you, Arthur, you know, I work with a lot of very sensitive people who are the canaries in the coal mine. And when they do those four things, they sleep better. Uh, they notice a difference in their anxiety. 
You know, so this is a big deal. And here's the scary part. I'm, I'm, these are the canaries in the coal mine, but some of you go, well, I don't feel a difference because you're not a canary in the coal mine, so to speak, very sensitive. However, your cells are reacting and are forced to adapt. And if they don't adapt, cancer could be the next problem or a cancerous tumor. So there you have it. Yeah, a really, um, the, 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 the experiment that we did about, um, about the reaction from an immune system perspective for from an autoimmune system um, uh, perspective was for us really uh, eye-opening moment where we were like, wow, um, there is an actual reaction like right now to your yeah. body on exposure, whether you feel it or not. And that's, right. um, and that's the difference between your body performing to its optimal state or not performing to its optimal state, which can over time, just it's it's a compounding effect essentially, yeah. and um, and it's it's you know like uh, it's interesting gas uh, that you have at home smells because uh, they put the, smell in it. <laughs> they put smell in it because it's an invisible threat. Otherwise, that you right. wouldn't you wouldn't know, and that's know. that's what's happening with wireless radiation. It's everywhere. We don't great see example. it. We don't feel it. That's um, a great example. I mean, if we put if we could put a smell on emf you'd be like gosh i you know the smell is just increasing right <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh and I, I i like to give the example like my the moment where we got started with lambs was when i ended up on the world health organization website and the classification of wireless radiation or cell phone radiation was a class 2b human carcinogen mm -hmm. which is the same categorization as car exhaust fumes and yeah you, again, you smell car exhaust fumes, um, and if a car was running in, in, in the same room as I'm working or sleeping or, or living, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be out of here. And, um, and, um, and that's essentially what's happening with uh, wireless radiation. We just don't see it. Um, yeah, but fortunately, there are just easy steps we can do. We don't, we don't need to, to go out and, and burn those those four, those four steps. Hey, Ashley, I'm going to bring Ashley back on. Um, and just make sure that um, I don't know what um, I should have asked ahead of the show. Ashley, what is the, I, I know that um, many people watching us are going to want to get the products and uh, Revelation Health offered a discount. What, what is that? Yeah, so we have a special link. I don't think it's like a, an easy to say link. I'm looking it up right now, but I will definitely type it in the notes for sure. And right. I'm going to look to see if we have a, a code, which All I right. think we do. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and the show's recorded, so we'll have all that on the screen, and uh, we'll offer them uh, an incentive, because obviously I want people to get uh, get protected. And uh, Arthur, great, just great show, great product. Uh, I believe this is the answer um, to the problem. Uh, burning cell phone towers, absolutely not the answer, and I have to say That's that enough. in today's day and age as people are protesting. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's a funny thing what can happen on the internet and all the bad information. And this is one of those topics that really is. So. And, but, and I'm very happy that you gave me a chance to discuss the topic and that we're able to help people potentially better understand what's, um, what's happening and what's mm -hmm. at stake and also the, the, the misinformation information that can happen yeah. around this. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that you're offering this platform yeah. to educate people 
and that we're able to get this message across. Yeah, yeah. Pre appreciate you having on. Great topic, great show. Thank you, Arthur. Thanks a lot, Ben. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at cellularhealing.tv. And please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, or sharing the show with anyone who may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.